0: The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Welcome to the Wesleyan Way, uh, correction, Wesleyan Airway with Dr. Tom Mitzel, President of Kentucky Wesleyan College. Due to the CDC guidelines of social distancing and to focus on the safety of our weekly guests, this week's show features Tom flying solo remotely. Good day to you and welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a program where we discuss a variety of topics and meet a multitude of great and interesting people. Today, I'm privileged to host, well, nobody. <laughs> the COVID-19 virus has put a damper on conducting interviews, so today you get to spend time with just me. What I wanted to do is talk to about some of the decisions and actions we have followed based on the COVID-19 outbreak, and also talk about what are our plans as we continue to move this wonderful institution of higher learning forward. So let's begin with the COVID-19 impact. It feels as if we've been healthy at home for the past year, two years, uh, especially to, to my own wife, who's had to put up with me. But the reality is, it's been well under a month. At Kentucky Wesleyan College, we began remote learning on March 18th. On March 16th, we closed the campus, or closed down classes. We gave faculty 48 hours to get ready to do online or remote teaching, and then we opened it back up. And I know I've said this before, but they did a Herculean job in getting ready to go from traditional classroom instruction to remote learning. And I cannot thank them enough. Our students have been extremely flexible, realizing this transition happens so quickly. And our goal is to make sure that we get each and every student to the end of the semester in as positive fashion as we can. Right now, classes end on April 17th. We are almost at the end of our semester. So we are getting there. We can see the light at the end of that tunnel. The students have worked incredibly hard, and I just urge them to continue to do that. Now, even though we went remote teaching on March 18th, we kept the campus open to our students for two reasons. One is to give them a sense of normalcy. So we didn't disrupt them too much. It's hard enough having your entire pedagogical sphere overturned by going remote, but then to force them off campus and to move to different areas, we didn't want to do that if we did not have to. But also, areas to where we may be sending these students may not be safe, and we wanted to keep the students as safe as possible. If they were on campus, if they wanted to stay on campus, that would be fine. And we kept a fairly large number of our residential students on campus for a while. But the governor in early April had recommended that we close the campuses to all of the students. So on on April 5th, we closed the campus to all of our students. We had them go back to their homes, except for those who did not have a safe place to go or did not have the technology to continue with their coursework if they left campus. We have roughly 30 students remaining on our campus, and we are happy to have them here. We want to make sure, one, that we get them the best education, two, that we keep them as safe as possible, and three, that we keep their disruption of the semester down to a minimum. Outside of that, we've been trying to help the community as much as we can, and our biology department has donated personal protection equipment to the Owensboro Health and Local United Methodist Children's Home Mary Kendall Campus. This was equipment that we normally use during the course of the semester in laboratories or during faculty and student research. With those activities now minimized, we had extra equipment. Instead of allowing for it to sit around in our laboratories where it wasn't doing anybody any good, we wanted to get it out to those people in the community to whom it would help the greatest. Our food service has provided meals to the Patino Shelter. I thank them a great deal for that outreach. There are so many people right now with job disruptions and other daily life disruptions who are having a a difficult time just finding a meal that we were more than, than happy to be able to donate that meal to those people. We've had staff reach out to each of our students as part of the Wesleyan CARES initiative. One of the things I love about a small campus is... We don't have to send a mass email. We don't have to hope people have gotten a message. We can directly call each and every one of our students and have a conversation. Ask them how they are doing. Ask them how is the transition from traditional to online courses going. Ask them how they feel about getting to the end of the semester, what type of help they may need. And, and what it is that we can do for them in the interim. So we've, we've been trying to, to reach out with our students on a weekly, if not daily basis. We also started what is called Panther Positivity, shared across social media. You may have seen this on Facebook or Twitter. And what we are trying to do is have those who are connected to the college as alumni, students, or friends of the college, just to share some positivity in your daily lives. We've had Wesleyan dogs. We've had Kentucky Wesleyan gear, Kentucky Wesleyan backdrops. If you have something positive that you wish to share with us, please do. And just put hashtag Panther Positivity behind what it is you do. And and we will take a look at it and and hopefully we can smile together. And although the disruption from the COVID-19 virus has hit everybody, it has really disrupted the senior class in a year that should be the culmination of all of their hard work. For 22, 23 years, they've been Going toward this point, moving toward this point of getting their degree. And in their last semester, all of the different activities that one affords to the graduating class has been removed. So we've been working very hard to try to continue with as many events as we can in a virtual setting. We want to be extremely safe as we go forward. But we have done our oak and ivy, which is a an activity where or, or an area where we recognize our top students across the board. We have had that activity already. We are having our commencement on April 25th as scheduled. It will be virtual, but we will be having it. And I know it is not the same as being able to walk across that stage, shake somebody's hand, and get your diploma live. It is also a way for us to be able to celebrate this monumental moment. We are also, with regard to graduation, excited to have the class of 2020 return during the homecoming where we will be hosting another commencement activity for them. This will be a traditional ceremony. They will walk across the stage. They will put on the regalia. They will shake the hand and receive their diploma again if they would like. We are going to combine that event with the president's inauguration. And I am so excited to share this activity with our students and, and show them how much we do care about their education and their time here at Kentucky Wesleyan College. We have asked for our alumni and friends to send notes of encouragement to our senior classes, starting with Dear Seniors, just to let the class know that they are not alone. And if you would wish to send a note to the class, you may do so by emailing your note, starting with Dear Seniors, email it to alumni at kwc.edu. That is alumni at kwc.edu, A-L-U-M-N-I at kwc.edu. So those are things that we're doing at present. But what are we doing moving forward? We have an institution, we have over 150 years of education and we owe it to that institution not just to live in the present of what is occurring, but to continue to plan for the future, to continue to plan for the next generation of students who will be coming through Kentucky Wesleyan College. And as part of this, since my arrival on January 6th, I've been hosting a listening tour with faculty, staff, alumni, community partners. We've been meeting one-on-one. We've been meeting in small groups. And for me, it's been twofold. It's been a way for me to get to know my colleagues and to get to know my community in a much faster way than, than And if we did not have these tours, but it also is a way for me to collect stories about what are people's hopes and dreams and vision for Kentucky Wesleyan College and how it should be interacting with the community. And I've had just a wonderful time hearing all of the stories and sharing memories with these people. So we've also started meet and greet tours in late February. And we went to several Kentucky towns and a couple of Ohio locations. We've had to curtail those in terms of uh, of physical outreach. But we have started reaching out remotely using our technology to bring together groups that uh, with whom we can discuss. In fact, just in the past week, we had a, a meet and greet that attracted people from Virginia to North Dakota to Kentucky. It was fun just getting alumni and friends from across the nation together by technology, but able to see each other and talk to each other, have a live conversation, ask questions, and it's it's been a really good time. What are we doing with all of this information? Well, one of the things I am trying to do is establish the institutional priorities, and I want input from all of those who have been here much longer than myself as to what are the hopes and, and aspirations with the college moving forward. My goal is to establish what I'm calling three or four pillars or main ideas that will help us drive the mission and the vision of the college as we go forward and to help us align for a capital campaign in the next year or so at Kentucky Wesleyan as we move on to our next great chapter. So I took notes in many of these meetings. I had close to 50, 60 pages of notes. I whittled that down to eight main areas. And we've sent out a survey to campus, which I hope to get back on April 17th, where I've asked people to prioritize their top areas. From that survey and in discussion with leaders on the campus and with the board of trustees, I want to narrow this down to three or four pillars. And at the board of trustee meeting in June, get those ratified, bring those ideas back to campus establish a working group for each pillar. And the working group then will meet from August of 2020 to December of 2020. Their job is to look at their particular pillar and meet out all of that information that is going to be required to move that pillar from a dream to a reality, from our wish to implementation. Again, I want to have all of those proposals back to me by December of 2020. That will begin that platform for how we plan at Kentucky Wesleyan College for the next five years, 10 years, and 20 years. It has been a fun process so far. We're just in the early phases of it, but we're moving fairly quickly. We will always move forward to make sure that we are planning as best we can for the institution. Our goal is always to give the students the best possible education. Your support helps with that. If you have ideas, bring them into me. Don't be shy. Bring them forward. Let me summarize by saying, take care. And until next time, remember, social distancing does not mean socialization or social isolation. Keep reaching out and supporting each other whenever you're able. Virtual is good. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Wesleyan Airway with your host, Dr. Tom Mitzel, president of Kentucky Wesleyan College. To listen to an archive of this show and past shows, visit wkwc.org. The proceeding cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission of the show's host, Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC.